divas wow i probably just blew out my microphone saying that but hi everyone i hope everyone's doing well i hope we're having a good day listen y'all the guest today i mean star power you know to say the least she's a star she's a brilliant singer brilliant vocalist she went to Boston Conservatory, nod one. Okay, yes, you went to Boston Conservatory. <laughs> and you all, I'm sure you've all heard it because you see me posting about it on my Instagram. Her incredible Souf Sand Everyday Little Death album that I've been telling everyone about because it's amazing. We're so lucky to have her on the pod. Everyone, please welcome into your earlobes, Ellery Ward. Hey. Hi, Ellery. <laughs> We've already been talking, hi. but hi. You know this dig. You know this, this gig, yes. excuse me. How are you? How are you for the listeners I'm this time? good. I'm so happy to be chatting with you. It makes me really just like filled all the way up. <laughs> well, I am just, I just love that we're like getting to this because our fr- our mutual friend Seth introduced me to you and I was like, wait, this woman's like a star, as I already said, and like I'm here for her voice, I'm here for the whole vibe. She's gorgeous, she's talented, she's like seems very sweet and cool. So I'm just like, you know, kind of gushing. Um, <laughs> you know, not that I don't do that with any of my other guests. But anyway, it's so cool to have you on. I know. I'm pretty sure that like we literally met by chatting in the chat of one of Seth's shows. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Me being like, who says Ellery girl? I like her. Um, and like anyway. literally every comment you made, I was like, mm, we're vibing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love that so much. And so, can, okay. Can you share the, about the show that you're like workshopping right now or do you not want to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you working uh, on? Yeah. It's a new musical called Shook. Um, and it is like a little baby of a musical, which is like my favorite thing in the world because being a part of new work and being one of the voices that has a say of changes and edits is like the most thrilling and fulfilling thing to me. Um, So I'm just like so happy to be in a room where if I'm asked a question about what works or what doesn't work, like, it means something if I have feedback and it's all just like a collaborative process in that way, which I am just all for. So I love it. I love that too. There's something about, I think especially like musical theater people that have been through these, you know, call them elite, call them like, like hardcore training programs where we're taught, no, you can't do that. You have to stand here. You have to do this. You have to say it Mm -hmm. this way because A, the teacher probably fell in love with Bernadette Peters doing it on the recording. Um, But you know what I mean? Where it's like now it's like- Absolutely. We need to create that, these worlds. And like, I'm totally, that's why I'm like super into like TV writing. Not that I've ever written for TV, but like the, the vibe of like, let's make this work for these people in this moment. I love that for you. I love right. That. Yeah. Me too. Especially like you were saying in school, I felt like I wasn't necessarily taught or like given the, the wherewithal to have a real point of view and a voice on creative 
things like this, mm-hmm. projects and things and like making your own work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's literally all I have done since I've graduated. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, how is this my actual career, which is not a reflection of that aspect of my college career at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's wild to me. I completely, for me, it's from not to make it about me, but to make it about me, there's something about <laughs> like, you know, even learning Shakespeare, because I, I moved more from like musical theater to like Shakespearean stuff. And I've gotten a mm-hmm. lot of my gigs being like, you know, the boy who can deliver a fun one-liner, those kind of roles. And now I'm kind of like, well, no, I'm actually the ingenue, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm the ingenue and I'm the witch. Um, yes! Speaking, speaking <laughs> of ingenue and witch, way to transition, Alan. Okay. Um, yes! Here we go. We could talk about this all day. Ellery Ward, we're here to talk about divas. Ellery Ward, who is your diva and how are you worshiping her today? My diva is the beloved Donna Murphy, oh. who I just, she's always been one of my favorite people on the scene, whatever mm-hmm. scene it is, because <laughs> mm-hmm. any scene that she's in is a good one. <laughs> um, yes. And I, um, yeah, I'm worshiping her today by one, we are like we follow each other on Instagram. <gasps> Shut up. And like I feel like I not only honor her in terms of my Sufsand like videos and arrangements and that jazz cuz the last Fosca one that I did she she commented on it and was like <gasps> it was beautiful. And then uh, I died and then I came back. <laughs> I, I, I think that just happened to me in two seconds. Keep going. Yeah. And so the reason we got connected was I posted my loving you arrangement when I first did it Amazing. last year. Amazing. And um, someone who uh, is kind of connected in the Broadway community commented her name. Um, and then she like replied <laughs> and like told me that I was beautiful and special. And I was like, please hold me. Oh my <laughs> God. Cradle me to sleep. <laughs> I'm, um, oh my God. Yeah. And I need like, a moment. She can, I know. I literally cried that day, uh, obviously. Um, and she congratulated me on my album when it came out. And I just like, the fact that she's a real human who knows that I'm a real human is like, that much more I don't know when when the person that you love so much becomes real you love them that much more I you know yes okay for the listeners I literally just did the meme of like is it like Cardi B with her nails like to myself (laughs) where it's like I just I just wish I had three inch acrylics just to like I I love that I'm kind of obsessed also hold please Scrappy wants to get out I'll be right back it'll be I'm talking to a star. What is wrong with you? Here we go. There we go. Um. Anyway, so I I'm kind of like floored by that because I don't know if I've ever. I, I mean, my friend Taylor met Audra, and that's like, and so I've had her on the pod. But actually, no, she didn't meet her. She just saw her, um, or Audra saw her perform. Anyway, so this is this is big. This is major. Yeah, um, it was a life event when that happened to me. <laughs> it's going to be on your Wikipedia and... in like early career. And then when Ellery met uh, Donna or talked to Donna. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, it's so weird, <laughs> but like, you know, she is commenting on the work that I do when like my whole life I've been like, you know, watching her do her thing. percent. But she's just so inspiring to me because she's so, she's such a regal, like gliding presence. Come on. And that is something that I always kind of aspire to. I feel like I can be so like all over the place in terms Mm -hmm. of my energy. And there's something so powerful about a woman like her who just sort of like floats about in this very direct and confident way, but is so like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, it's like, she has this ethereal Royal (laughs) like aspect to her energy that I just find fascinating. Well, can we talk about when she was in the Sondheim concert last year and she had that one candle burning? (sighs) Can we talk about that? It was like, it was just, Right. It was just right. It was so (laughs) chic and she looked gorgeous. I mean, uh, so I, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the question. So how did you meet her? Like, where was your entry point for Adonna Murphy? And then I'll share mine. Yeah. Okay. My first ever Mm -hmm. is something that is even, it's like Donna Murphy was the figurehead for it, Mm -hmm. but then it was like an even bigger thing in my life was Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I think I was like 15 years old. Um, I went to an arts high school uh, and my, my department head uh, showed us the Sondheim birthday concert, the red dress. Um, Yes. And so the ladies in red came on and I was like, already like, Oh my God. And then Donna sings, could I leave you? you? Mm -hmm. And I, it like literally the one little strand of hair that she has like come down and then like she like breathes out and it just like kind of comes out <laughs> off of her face. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're oh like, my take my money. Take my money. <laughs> I literally was like, I need to be her. Like uh-huh. I want to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, it blew my mind. And then that performance has just been one of those I don't know, keystone things in, in my life in terms of like inspiring musical theater performance that performances that have guided me forth, I Uh I should say. Um, And that was, that was my first real introduction to Donna Murphy. I'm like, I, I just love this because (laughs) that red dress concert moment, like, a is, I say this with the utmost respect and reverence, the queerest thing maybe I've ever seen after like an episode of Drag Race because it's truly. like <laughs> truly just like the power, the power that that has, the international implications that that has. I know. Um, I have goosebumps right now thinking I, about it. <laughs> when Elaine Stritch literally like, like hugs Patty at the end after she sings Ladies Who Lunch. Yep. Oh my God, that is like a transference of a type of power that no one can understand. <laughs> Let's get into it. Can you believe? Can you believe? Like she lit- like literally, Elaine was like, it's yours now, babe. Like she was like, Truly. I bequeath this unto you. And the whole audience is like, what? I know, like what a moment. Like if there ever was like a capital M moment, I feel like <laughs> that is it. <laughs> yes, 100%. So, okay. 
can I say where I met? I met Donna. I was just about to ask you. Oh my God. In um, Center Stage, which is my favorite movie. So good. I saw that in when I was 15 or 16. And okay, the moment when Zoe Saldana is like doing the across the floor, and then Donna Murphy says, Do you want to show me again? <laughs> I'm like, she, oh, She's also like really stunningly beautiful. And come like, on. I don't know, there's something like really like simple and like just, I don't know, like cover girl about her in come that on. film to me, where I'm like, I, I her face is just so gorgeous. Her cheekbones when she says no gum. And then Zoe Sultana swallows. <laughs> She's so good. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, so okay, my next question is like, what is your favorite role, album? Um what is it that's spoken to you the most from her career? Is it Fosca or is it something else? I would have to say it has to be Fosca. 100%. Because that... Tony Award-winning performance. Yes. And for a reason, because I think it's so... That role so beautifully encapsulates both power and vulnerability Mm -hmm. in so many nuanced and mixed ways that I feel like is such a Donna vibe. Like... she has so much power and yet she has this softness to her mm-hmm. that allows you to just be in whatever world she creates. Right. Um, and with Fosca, she does it so effortlessly. It's just like she, I mean, when you really think about that story, it's not so like it's uh-huh. crazy. And yet when Donna is singing each song and saying each word. You're like, I'm so on your team. Like, I just want you to thrive. And like, you don't think about her being like over the top kind of crazy. (laughs) Just like full like Jane Eyre, like the woman in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. Like she is. And yet you're still like so rooting for her. Mm -hmm. And which if someone else with a different type of energy were to play that role, I don't. I think it'd be harder to uh, achieve that. Like if a if a Patty Lupone played that role, I think it would be like, <laughs> wow. No, it'd be like you're cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of Patty Lupone just like, just like loving you. I, Yo, I, don't, I can't do a yeah, good I can't Patty, do it, but. <laughs> Oh but, my god, it would be a wreck. You know what we should we should like DM inappropriate Patty on Instagram yes. and be like, can you sing Fosca, please? Um, so also full disclosure, I'd never li- Passion was my Sondheim to use an ableist term blind spot. I'd never listened to it before, and then yesterday, picture it, me and it's not a gown, but it was like a dress and like a pink trench coat, walking through the mission with a little book bag covering myself and the leaves were blowing as I'm listening to I read and I was Mm. like this oh my god I wrote it down what was (laughs) I think it was big middle class divorcee energy it was what (laughs) middle aged (laughs) divorced energy (laughs) as I was listening to it it. like the leaves were blowing and it was kind of foggy and I was like oh so that's a vibe right there I I am in it right (laughs) right I mean she because there's something about her in this role where it's like also, to make the love interest the girl who is, like, explicitly not the pretty one and compared to, like, the blonde bombshell that is Marin Mazzi. Right, right. Like, kind of also very queer coding. Like, you know, oh, the girl who's, like, not, like, uh, um, 
like sought after ends up being the one that wins in the end. I mean, she dies. Spoiler alert. But (laughs) say more, say more. I, I too love that about that show. And that is her power in my, um, in my eyes. And it kind of reminds me of like, very different, but a walk to remember type vibes of like wow. Andy Moore being like, you know, the outcast. She's like, no one, she's not popular at all. And, but she knows that she has something special about herself. Mm-hmm. Um, like she literally says like, don't fall in love with me. Basically like knowing <laughs> that that would happen because yeah. she's that amazing. <laughs> um, and I feel like Fosca kind of has those vibes of like, I don't care if I come across too much. Like I'm speaking my truth because I know, like I know who I am basically, which is so powerful. Mm -hmm. I love that. uh, So also the irony of Mandy Moore and Donna Murphy being the homely ones because they're both beautiful. They're stunning. I know. It's like, hmm, how can we make her homely? Stick them all. Stick them all on there. That'll do it. Yes, 100%. And then also, okay, here's my question. As I was like diving into passion because I was like, this is amazing. Okay, does Fosca get syphilis? Is that why she's cuckoo? Like, what's the story? Do you know? Because I was doing research. Um, I feel like it might be, you might be right, but it's never said or like fully stated. Right. Um, Me Googling Fosca syphilis and like nothing pops up. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Or just like really deep fake, like stuff I don't want to see pops up. The Um, wrong, the wrong answers only. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly. Some subreddit where it's like, oh, this is into the storm. Um, Anyway, next question. What do you think? I mean, she's had such a long career. What is her biggest diva moment for you where you just went like, wow, where, where it like it pinged you? Was it the Red Dress concert or what, has, what do you think? It has to be. I okay. hate to repeat myself, but I, there's just nothing quite like it. I She looks more stunning than every other beautiful woman on that stage. Mm-hmm. The like high neck halter gown is like unreal. And like I said, like the updo with the two strands. The two strands. It's so delicious. Um, And it's just like, I can't, I feel like in that performance, she like arises from like smoke because (laughs) she's just so, she just glides. Lady of the lake. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm just, that is, it's explosive in, in this way that is so mm, fluid. Mm. Oh, I love that. (laughs) We're both just like in it right now. We're just like, I don't want to watch it right now. Um, Okay, so next question. I mean, I don't even have an answer to this, but is there a moment where like she did something? I mean, if she listens to this, Donna, please, please don't hate me. Is there a moment where you've disagreed with Donna? Where you, it's been like a diva don't. Like this can be like, I don't know, maybe some of like Cher's old tweets or mm-hmm. I don't know, something like, uh, you know, Dolly Parton having a uh, Confederacy um, style restaurant. Like, is there a moment like that with Donna? I don't think so. I yeah, think she is a pure angel. Um, I think Agreed. the only thing I've ever disagreed with with her is like, her not being in a Broadway musical as of late. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, like, she's been on TV and, like, in film and nailing it. But I'm like, I 
want you on stage again <laughs> really bad stage and i want to like you know okay so question did you see her as the witch i didn't i didn't either my <laughs> <I> sigh <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you and i both were like fuck um, i mean i saw her in hello dolly as as <gasps> um uh as dolly tell us um it was amazing. So I saw her and Bernadette Peters. <gasps> and Donna was just better. <laughs> she it. was. She was just, she was so good. She did comedy in the way that Donna does. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, it was so stamped with her essence mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, okay, yes, you're playing a role that like Bet just won a Tony Award for. But you're doing it in your way while still like giving us the energy of the revival itself, mm-hmm. which was so wonderful. It was just it was pure joy to watch. Yeah. Um, and she obviously sounded amazing and she was hilarious. Like mm-hmm. I felt like when I saw Bernadette do it, she didn't quite nail the comedy of it Mm. in the same Mm -hmm. way that Donna did Mm -hmm. Donna's was a little bit more effortless Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. in the way that she landed certain lines and like even just certain comedic moments yeah Um, but I want to see her originate a new role like that is what I want. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> that's that's for later in the episode. But I'm just because I, I'm no, let's go through it. Let's get into it. What's the role? Describe it. What do you see? What's the vision? I feel like she is like that you know, if if Beth level didn't originate <sighs> that role in the prom, I feel like uh-huh. Donna Murphy couldn't could have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, in a different different vibe, but that right. kind of like she's an older but like more mature woman. Abroad. But she's yes, yes, but she's got this like sexy thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like that, I want I want a sexy mature role on stage with Donna <clears throat> Murphy originating. It. Okay, you want to know something? Uh, you know, exclusive for the listeners. I'm literally writing a play right now that there's. That that role is what I'm basically writing. You know, at first I was thinking of Gene Smart, but I think it's Donna Murphy. Ooh, I'm glad <laughs> that we could bring this into the mix. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, this uh, we're moving. We're just blowing through these questions because I'm just like she's so she's just she's just perfect. Um, where have you ever had to like defend your diva where someone has been like? Ah! about donna murphy or have you always just been like no bitch like clearly like the work speaks for itself well not in that directive a way but i have had to like explain to people (sighs) who she is and what she does because my boyfriend is not a theater person he Mm -hmm. grew up in the south and is a pharmaceutical man (laughs) um he works in like data integrity and like Mm -hmm. all these things that Mm -hmm. i don't understand um and he had never seen anything other than like a community production of annie once when he was a kid um so we were watching um one of it was it's one of the the born um like supremacy movies she Mm -hmm. plays a character like in the fbi or whatever Mm -hmm. those people are (laughs) 
Um, and I was like, oh my God, Donna's in this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, get it. <laughs> Go off, and, queen. <laughs> yeah. And my boyfriend was like, so who is that? And I was like, okay, okay. We got to take, we got to take a moment now. Um, yeah. So I had to explain to him, like, you don't understand who's on the TV screen right now. Like, it's like Matt Damon, meh. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but Donna with her perfect, like, middle parts, like, back bun. <laughs> um, yeah. And her little tight vibrato. Yes. Um. <laughs> I literally had to, like, express how important she was, like, so much more important than the role that she had in that film. Yes. <laughs> um, and, like, we went on a YouTube hole, and I had to be like, no, you have to understand, she's, like, really really good <laughs> and he's like and, sure babe mm-hmm. yeah and like mm-hmm. anyone who's just seen her in films don't they don't get the capacity that she has mm-hmm. like beyond those roles as well as like obviously she's an incredible singer as right. well um oh yeah yeah i i love that because she is kind of a like not a secret weapon, but there's something to it where it's like she can like live in that TV world. She can slide into that TV world with her little magnetic, you know, FBI card. Yeah. She, <laughs> but then meanwhile, it's like she, you know, you flip that card over and it's literally just like da 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 da. For real. Does this I, make any sense? <laughs> yes. She's a double agent. Yes. And, and because of that, I feel like she she can be a little underrated mm-hmm. unless you really know <clears throat> her work, I guess. Right. Which I guess could be said for many people mm-hmm. um, in the theater, but when it comes to divas, not there are the divas where it's like they're a household name diva, right. and then there are divas where it's like if you know, you know. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. I completely understand what you're saying. I agree. I love that. I love that so much. God, now I just want to watch Center Stage, and you know, okay, you wanted us also the one we haven't touched yet. Her Entangled. Come on. I have never seen Tangled. Okay, me neither, but I've heard the song. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, come on, Disney witchy mother giving it to us. Fierce, I know. We're here for it. Yeah, We're I'm totally so here, here for that. I, I want more of that. <laughs> yeah. So you've stood by her in these moments where you've had to be like, do you know who Donna Murphy is? And people are like, no. And you just go, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, yay for me. I get to explain who Donna is. <laughs> yes. I get to have my moment of gushing, um, yes. which I obviously can do a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I wouldn't know like, anything about that. <laughs> I, we need to get down to business. Yeah. Yeah. I need to teach you a thing or two. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so... Okay, what is it about Donna that, like, sorry, my dog is burrowing under my blanket right now. Um, <laughs> what What is it about her? What is it about her? Um, thank you for getting that reference. Um, that uh, makes you want to protect her. Do you see yourself in her? Like, I've talked to other guests about this where it's someone, my Marty on my Dolly Parton episode, he was like, oh, yeah, the world made sense when I heard Dolly Parton. Me, when I, like, heard Audra, I saw myself, like, someone who could scream and be praised for it, you know? Right. What is it about Donna? I think there might be some truth in that in terms of, like, she is this, she ran, honestly, 
Uh, now that I think about it, she reminds me a lot of my mother in terms mm. of her energy. Mm-hmm. And my mother is someone who I just want to be like, mm. because I think she's perfect. <laughs> mm. um, and they both have this, this quiet confidence about them, this kind of like almost stoicism, but mm-hmm. warmth, like a warm stoicism um, that Athena I find- energy. Yes, mm. I, I find it so magnetic and powerful and I want to be that. I think it's like I feel the need to protect her <laughs> because I feel the need to protect someone I want to be like. It's like mm. she is an aspirational figure. And when someone is up there in our own mind's eye, it's like, she needs to be, <laughs> mm-hmm. we need to wall this off yeah. so no one can touch it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Like entangled when she, it's Rapunzel. Wow. Oh, we are <laughs> connecting all the dots today. <laughs> wow. This, you know, like, is this the Da Vinci Code? Um, also, Athena Energy might be the title of the episode. I'm deciding. <laughs> I like Don- it. Donna Murphy has Athena Energy. Um, Athena was always my favorite, so. Come on. Okay, have you read Circe? Not yet, but I have it. It's in my it's in my to do uh read. Oh my god. <laughs> to read list. <laughs> Seth and I have talked about that book so much because first of all, like I saw a tweet once where it was like, if you were into Greek mythology as a kid, you're gay now. And yes, I, I say this joke all the time because it's true. Um, but yes, Athena very much she's because she's like she's like a grown woman from the day she's born, like high queer energy. You know what I mean? Truly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Next question, we already kind of got into it, but like her next act, you know, she's, you know what I did see though? Okay. So the question is, what do you want to see her as? What's the dream casting? You know, I, I always want to just cast them as Titania in Midsummer Night's Dream, like every diva, just to like see what would happen. That is so, yes. Like (laughs) Dolly, Dolly as Titania versus Donna Murphy as Titania versus Audra as Titania versus Cher as Titania. Can you imagine? My mouth, if only I could unhinge my jaw. <laughs> it's just like, bah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is, you know, I did see that she's going to play the principal on the new Gossip Girl. Yes, I did. I know that, which I love. Yes. I love that so much. Yes. I was in the um, Gossip Girl. Girl, are you? Yes. <laughs> I was a huge Gossip Girl girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in... Like middle school and high school was when it like came out um, mm-hmm. and like ran. And so much of like my outfit choices from when I was younger came from that show. Mm-hmm. And like I was an avid Teen Vogue reader, <laughs> looker at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was all like Gossip Girl, like every Teen Vogue issue from those years is just episodes of Gossip Girl and then me trying to look like that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I don't think I've ever seen an episode, but like I I acknowledge the effect it had on culture and just like being young, being young and like the idea of New York is just fascinating yeah. in that show. You know what I oh mean? Oh my god. Yes. So so what is her next act besides that? So you want to see her play this broad uh, in a new Broadway play musical like 
and then Titania, obviously. Yeah. But what what else do you see yeah. for her? <laughs> well, it would be it would be really cool to see her in like a dramatic straight play too. Mm. Like we've never. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. If she's ever done that, and if she has, I don't know about it. Um, right. So I I would love for her to be in like some one of those like family kitchen like sink August Osage dramas. County. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that would be thrilling to see her in. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she doesn't. Whenever she's on Broadway, she's in a musical, which right. obviously makes sense because she's a fabulous singer, but. Mm-hmm. She's such a good actor. Right. I want to see her do something that she hasn't done before like that. Right. Like something like like her or maybe like Virginia even Wolf. Vir- like Okay. That'd be so good. Wow. <laughs> I you don't understand how much I love that play. And also I was literally gonna be like, like her in sweat by Lynn Nottage, like her at the bar with a cigarette, and then you said Virginia Wolf, and I was like, Oh wow, ping pong, bing bang bong. Yeah, wow. Like blasted drunk by the end of the show. Like just with like, unhinged. Like with David Allen Greer as her George. Ooh. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> I want um, it. I, I'm I, buying tickets tonight. <laughs> I am too. Like her and Virginia Woolf. Also, did you know that Elaine Stritch had her first orgasm on stage in that play? No. <laughs> there's a video. I talked about it in my Elaine Stritch episode, but there's a video where she says, I think Alec Baldwin is interviewing her. And she said, yeah, when she finds out that the sun dies, she screams, oh, and she had an orgasm on stage. And it was oh the God, first one she'd chills. ever had in her life, she said. Oh, the chills multiplied. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, that's that's not Donna, though. So Donna in Virginia Woolf. We want to see Donna Murphy in Virginia yes. Woolf with David Allen Greer. And then, like, I don't know, like, us as the other t- yeah. as the kids, you know? I'm Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> Could, do you want to do you want to play her daughter in something? I want that to happen. Oh, my God, I would die. Uh... Can I would you die. Believe? Can you imagine? Yes, I can. <laughs> and it would be so good. <laughs> oh my god, I would. Well, that's you know, again, take my money, just like throwing throing dollar bills. Um, <laughs> you know what? It just wow. Okay, full tangent, fully wild idea. I want to see her in like P Valley playing a madam or something. You know, like Ooh. where there's the girls on the pole and she's just like, you know, like diamond, get down from there. <laughs> You know? That is, yeah, I could, mm-hmm. I could. That's fully correct. Like full, like full, like loaf on her head in terms of hair, and just yes. you know, like f- just playing Fosca, but in like, <laughs> like in a strip club. I'm here for that. that Fosca is, in a strip club. That's big energy right there. Fosca <laughs> in a strip club might be the title episode now. Um, anyway. Okay. Wait, yes, please. Fosca in a strip club is very big this energy yeah Um, i think that's gonna be like the name of my memoir i don't know just throwing it out there (laughs) because here's what here's what else i want it's like so i'm trying to like think of like it would be like loving you is not like loving you but to like a beat and then just like 
and like the lights are flashing but me it's a total strobe moment (laughs) with with girls getting undressed oh 100% as the strobe flashes yeah and then and then but they're all in like six inch heels and then meanwhile in the background is just Donna like we zoom in and she's behind the bar with a cigarette and she's just just smoking yeah yeah and then she's just looking at the money and then she like turns around, goes back into the, into like the back office. And then we find, maybe we find out that she's like, she's like watered down in debt. And maybe, maybe she's, she's like dying of something like of leukemia or something. The yes. character, not Donna, because we want yes. her to live forever. Wow. I, we, we, it's set. It's done. It's we did set, it. It's done. We did it. Let's make it happen. I'm, I'm in. You, I, you can count on me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and then you and I will play will play the like you know sisters coming and just like hi we're here. like bible thumpers or something <laughs> right our parents died and now we have to live here <laughs> that's funny and then she's like just can you cook can you clean you're hired um okay I can't believe how quickly we're moving through this usually I'm just like wow like you know like anyway what do you th- okay what do you think she's doing right now? I feel like she would be like, if she isn't working, which, you know, she does a lot of. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's in Booked demand. Yeah. Um, but if she isn't, I feel like she is like having a scone with some jam and like reading a book. What book? I feel like, I feel like some, some novel like i don't know a view from a bridge or oh, something <laughs> or, or even picture just like orlando by virginia wolf maybe she she's got taste she's um 100 yeah exactly so i feel like she's she's getting her reading in getting her pages in but she's also enjoying like a high quality snack a high, and you know what else i see i you know i feel like very few people can get away with this. Divas usually can, but I feel like she does the full like pulling the hair behind the ear and then like letting it lay back, but there's no irony to it, you know? Right. Yeah, it just is. It just is, and it's like gorgeous. Oh, re eating eating a scone, reading a book is iconic Donna Murphy energy. Because it's classy AF and so is she. <laughs> say it again sister wow okay so here we are on the last question somehow how did we get here how did you get here donna took us here donna, oh, donna's donna supposed to be here took us by the arm and she just guided us through before the parade passed by um so okay ellery ward if there was one thing you could say to Donna Murphy right now, what would it be? Picture, I'm I'm her. I'm transmogrified. I would say you are so beautiful and effervescent and warm and all of the things that I aspire to be. And I thank you for being you so that I can have someone who inspires me to be me. (sighs) 
my dog just like shook so I it probably ruined that take for me but that <laughs> it actually made it for me because like, really yeah he's so is he so sweet he's like I it was, a, the it was a group it was a group moment a group moment well I love that because also like listen I've ne- I don't think I've ever met anyone who was like following the person like the, where the diva was following my guests so like Donna if you're listening would love to have you on the pod but also like I hope she hears that because that was really sweet and very like you know also we didn't even get into it she's been through a lot you know she is I think that's also why I, I view her as such a powerful person it's like she has been through a lot and yet she she like stands with that regality regardless of everything like uh, it's it's people like that who are the most inspiring to me right and i'm sure that's that's an aspect of why i view her that way Mm -hmm. for someone to be that like kind sweet talented gorgeous beautiful inspiring empowering um also like the power of longevity of a career and to um go from the ingenue to you know the the maiden to the mother to the i wouldn't say she's a crown but you know like the (laughs) the the, the, you know the dolly levi's of the world that that age and that um aspect um I don't like using the word type, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. You get it. (laughs) I don't need to explain this to you. Um, But yeah, I just, I love that. She's such a, such a beautiful presence. And I I, I feel like you're going to meet her, like, in person. I Like, I picture you two having tea at some point. And then just, like... I don't know, maybe like you do a cabaret, like a lounge act together. Do you think that's in the future? Oh, that I'm manifesting it starting now. Yeah. So. Like oh. a 54 below. Like, I don't, I've never been there, but like, you know, I watch Instagram. Like, I see that for you too. You know? I now have a fire in my belly to make that happen. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Goodness. I mean, I guess we're done, but like, we could talk forever. <laughs> so okay thank you for coming on this episode listeners thank you Ellery for listening or wow let me say that backwards thank you for coming on this episode Ellery listeners thank you for listening and Ellery where can people find you oh if you want to be found find me anywhere people find people um (laughs) that was the worst way to say that but um I am Ellery Ward, E-L-E-R-I-W-A-R-D, on all platforms. Um, I'm the only person with my name. So, yeah, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, even though I barely tweet. And uh, I also have a Facebook page for my artist page, but who looks at that? I don't know. Um, um, But yes, I'm on all the things with the same name so it's easy enough to recall i love that and also y'all true like here let me gush a little bit more about you first of all the name ellery ward is you know beautiful and like almost iambic pentameter i want to say it's just beautiful and like i'm not kidding i just because i have you here and i'm gonna say it publicly like 
Sufsand really like got me through some dark days this last month oh. that it's been out because it was so everyone like just listen to it because the fact you made you wrote that you did all that in your house you recorded yeah, all that in your closet in my closet yeah <laughs> so y'all just listen to this on spotify it's suf sond or no it's everyday what is it called? well um i'm now going solely by ellery ward hell yeah um uh, but the project will always be Sufsand in my heart. Um, and uh, the album is called A Perfect Little Death. A and perfect. you can find all of my stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, under Ellery Ward. And y'all, it it's so special. It's so beautiful, Ellery. It just that means like, a lot. The Joanna that I told you I was going to make a music video for, and I was, I think, you know, you've 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 got music videos in the works, but you know, I want to do something with that. Like maybe it's a visual collage that, and then everyday little death to the Fosca songs. It, it's just everyone, just go listen to it. You'll love it. I promise. Go listen to every Donna Murphy album, especially Passion. And have the best day. <laughs> Say bye to the listener. Bye, everybody. Oh my God. Thank bye you everyone. for having me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for listening to season two of Diva Worship. Please subscribe, rate me five stars, and write a little review on Apple Podcasts. It helps in so many ways I don't even understand. Be sure to follow me on all relevant social media at Alan Starby. And our new theme music was created by the amazing Tom McGovern. Follow him at Tom McGovern 27 on Instagram. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, stay hydrated, and remember, stay delicious. I'll see you next week. See you